more like Christ, and, uh, and I'm thankful for it. Matthew chapter 5, let's stand together. We'll read one verse tonight, and uh, it's going to be verse number 9. That's our next blessed is verse number 9. Jesus speaking, Jesus speaking. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Dear Heavenly Father, I love you. I thank you for first loving us. I thank you, Lord, for each one that is here on this Wednesday evening. We ask, Lord, that you would speak to our hearts through your word. Challenge us and change us. And help us to see ourselves. But Lord, help us to see you. Fill me with your spirit tonight. And we'll thank you and we'll praise you for all that you do. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. It's good to see you here on a Wednesday night. Some of you has been really faithful on Wednesday nights. There's been a couple of you I hadn't seen uh, as much as I had, and I was concerned about you. I've been a little concerned, and I've been praying that the Lord was helping you and you was okay. I know we've had some sickness in our church family, and uh, it's good to see you here tonight. Amen? God is good to us. The peacemaker, the peacemaker. As I begin to study verse number 9, I find that we are coming to a close on these nine blesseds, these nine blesseds, beginning in verse number 3 and working its way down into verse number 11. And here we find ourselves this evening in verse number 9. Let me remind all of us that this word blessed is makaios, makaios, I'm trying to pronounce that right. And what we need to understand is when Jesus uses these nine blesseds, this is what it means. And you don't hear this much, but this is what it means. It means spiritual joy and satisfaction. Spiritual joy and satisfaction that last regardless of the condition. Spiritual joy and satisfaction that last regardless of the condition. But here is a definition of this word blessed that we don't think of a lot in our Christian walk and we should. This word blessed in huge parentheses you need to put in the margin of your Bible. You know what it means? It means happy. 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 Now I want to stop here just for a minute. And I want to ask you this question because... I want you to think about it. I just don't want to ask you this question and then go right into my points in preaching. I want to ask you this question. I want you to think about it. How many happy people do you know? Happy people. I'm not talking about people that's blessed. I'm not even talking about people that's not uh, thankful. I'm not talking about people that... uh, that uh, appreciates things. I'm talking about someone who is happy, a happy person. You know, I'm finding out that a lot of things in life can go really good, but still don't make you happy. I'm finding out in life that 
You can be blessed in a lot of areas in your life, but still don't make people happy. And this is what really got me today. I have been preaching, I feel, under the leadership of the Holy Spirit to preach these verses prayerfully in their context and the way that I can study at the best of my ability. But this thought come to me today, after all of these messages in Matthew chapter number 5, is there any of us who has a desire, is there any of us who is putting forth an effort to apply these nine things to our lives as Christians? Or are we just hearing it as a message and saying, well, that was another message. That was a message on pure. That was a message on merciful. That was a message on hunger and thirsting after righteousness. But here's the question for us in a Wednesday night service. Are we trying to apply these scriptures to our lives personally? Because if we are not putting forth the effort... If I am not putting forth the effort to apply these principles that Jesus is teaching, these Beatitudes, this Sermon on the Mount, if I am not applying these principles of the Word of God in my life, then I cannot complain if I'm not happy. I can't complain about it. Because He has given us the perfect, Jeremy, He has given us the perfect recipe in these nine blessings that will make you, me, any believer, happy. And I don't know about you, man, but I'd like to be happy. I would really like to be happy. All right? All right. I didn't know I was going to say all of that, but here we go. How many happy people do you know? That's all I've got in my notes. How many happy people do you know? One of the happiest people that I know right now in my life One of the happiest people that I know right now in my life personally is my mom, my mother. She is right now the happiest person that I know. She is. Now, that don't mean that she don't try to tell me every step I need to take, because she does. And that don't mean, I took her for chemo yesterday, we got there, I picked her up at 7.30 and I, and, and I got her home at about 4 yesterday evening. Now, that don't mean that when she's on these steroids for five days that she don't have a list of things for me to do, like today. I went and took her for a shot, then we went to Ingalls and i done some, but I can tell you this, I have learned every aisle that what she buys, I know what it's on now. That's a blessing. I don't know what we eat and where it's at. My wife does that, but I can tell you everywhere my mother's stuff is. And that's a blessing. But you know what is amazing to me? My mother is the happiest person I know in my life right now. She is. She goes to bed anywhere from 12 to 1 o'clock in the morning. And she woke up this morning at 4.45 in the a.m. And when I called her, she was bouncing off the walls happy. Checked on her this evening. She was asleep. But she was happy. I went to her house to get her to take her for her appointment. She was happy. 
I got her to the appointment, she was happy. I brought her, took her to the grocery store, she was happy. I took her home, she was happy. And before I left, she said, now tomorrow we need to go here, 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 and here, and here, and here, and here. And I said, mama. But boy, she was happy. She was happy. She said something to me last night, Brother Don, I've never heard in my life. This is what my mom said, I wrote it down. She told me, I'm going to have a good time and I'm going to have a good day no matter what corner I'm standing on. Never had heard that said before. I said, what would you say, Mama? She said, no matter what corner I'm standing on in life, what corner I'm standing on in life, I'm going to have a good day and I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to have a good day no matter what corner I'm standing on. I'm going to have a good day. It's the happiest person I know. My son Jackson sitting down here uh, to your right, and, uh, and he told me something the other day, and I've been thinking about it. He, he got a new job. He, he got a promotion in the company that he works for, and he, of course that meant more responsibility, but he's making a little bit more money, and then... At the end of the month, if everything goes well, he gets bonuses. And he called me the other day and he said this to me. And it's been on my mind ever since I started studying this for this message. He told me this. He said, you know, Daddy, he said, I'm blessed. I'm not going to complain that I'm not blessed. He said, he said, a lot of stress. He said, but a lot of, also a lot of worries that I had, they've went away. He said, but then there is more stress. But he told me this, and and I don't think he would care if I share this. He said, but you know, getting this promotion, making a little bit more money, getting a bonus here and there, he said, it's not made me any more happy. He said, it's not made me more happy. I mean, I'm blessed. He knows he's blessed. He's thankful. It's not that he's taking it for granted, but what he is saying is, As far as we say, man, it's made me so happy this has happened. He said, it's not made me any more happy. Isn't that amazing how that works? When I began to study about this being a peacemaker, it's it's happy people. He gives us nine blessings, nine happies. And, And then I wrote this down today because this is the truth. If you take notes, write this down because this is the truth. Happiness does not come from the outside in. Happiness comes from the inside out. Did you hear that? Happiness and blessed is the peacemaker. Blessed are the pure in heart. Blessed are they who hunger and thirst after righteousness. Happiness and blessed that Jesus is speaking of. You will not get happy from anything on the outside that we're trying to put on the inside. Nothing, none of this outside worldly stuff is ever going to make you or me happy. The only way to be happy is there has to be something on the inside. And when there's something on the inside, it comes to the outside. And when the inside's where it needs to be, it comes to the outside. And somebody's going to look at you and say, they're happy. They're blessed. They are happy. Man, what a blessing that is. So many people. Here we go now. Look at it with me. 
Blessed are the peacemakers. So many people don't know how to get along with other people. And Jesus says, the way to be happy is to be a peacemaker. You know what's the opposite of a peacemaker? Does anybody want to say it out loud? Just say it. A troublemaker. And he says here, he said, blessed, happy are the peacemakers. And then I wrote this down today. It's not that you can't get along with everyone. It's not that you can't get along with everyone, but there's always someone. Did you hear that? <laughs> it's not that you can't get along. Hey, I, I can get along with everyone, but there's just always that someone. Amen? <laughs> and then I wrote this down. And after that someone... You say, well, I'll tell you what, I got, rid of, I got rid of that dealing with that someone and now I can get along with everyone. But I'm going to go ahead and tell you, there's going to be another someone. Someone. And if you are a true Christian, when there is not peace, then you cannot have peace. And when there is trouble somewhere, especially with someone, it will rob you of your peace every single time. Can I hear an amen on that? Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the peacemakers. I wrote these three down. This is an outline. There's always disputes, there's always divisions, and there's always differences. And any time there's disputes, divisions, and differences, there will be no peace. As I begin to study through this about Jesus saying, Jesus saying it, blessed are the peacemakers. Happy is that person who just wants to be, has a desire not to be a troublemaker, but blessed is that person who has a desire to be a peacemaker. When I was studying, I find that in the Old Testament from Genesis to Malachi, you'll find that there is all kinds of trouble all through the Old Testament in the Bible. And there's a lot of trouble in the New Testament in the Bible. And, and, it's, and it's getting back. It's getting even. It's, it's taking back. It's the, it's the Jew and the Gentile and, the, and all the acts, you know, the, the Jebusites, the, these acts, the, the it's all the acts, you know, it's all this trouble, all trouble, 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 everywhere that you look. But then Isaiah says something about Jesus. Right in the middle of all of this troubled time for the nation of Israel, Jesus is mentioned in the book of Isaiah. It's Isaiah 9, 6. Listen to what it says. For unto us a child is born. For unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called. Does anyone know what his name shall be called? Anybody want to call out one of them? And his name shall be called Wonderful. His name shall be called Counselor. His name shall be called The Mighty his name shall be called the Everlasting Father. And does anyone know what the fifth name that it says in Isaiah 9? And his name shall be called the Prince of 
Prince of Peace. If Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace, (laughs) then no wonder he says in Matthew in the New Testament, blessed, happy, blessed is the peacemaker. Blessed is the peacemaker. Blessed is the peacemaker. That word prince of peace in Isaiah 9, 6, it means the head person, the general, the the master, the ruler, the chief of peace. And that word peace, believe it or not, even in Isaiah 9, Brother Arlen, in Isaiah 9, 6, the prince of peace, the word peace there means friendly and it means happy. There's no way to get away from it. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed, happy are those people who with all of their hearts want to be a peacemaker. Now don't forget this. It says his kingdom and his covenant and his throne is going to be established with judgment and with justice. But then it goes on and says... In peace there shall be no end. In peace there shall be no end. So here is the study that I got into when I'm studying this verse. Blessed are the peacemakers. Write this reference verse down. It's Psalm 34, 14. Psalm 34, 14. And this is what it says. It says, depart from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. See, we want to be peacemakers. And the reason why that we want to be peacemakers is because we're the children of God. And and, and since I'm a child of God, I don't want to be a troublemaker. I want to be a peacemaker. And since Jesus Christ is the Prince of Peace, He is the Head of Peace, then you know what? The Holy Spirit lives inside of me. And if the Holy Spirit lives inside of me, any time that I'm a troublemaker, it robs me of my peace. But any time that I'm a peacemaker, it gives me peace and it makes me happy. You with me? So we have a desire. There is a desire inside of us to seek peace and pursue it. Psalm 34, 14. Listen to 1 Corinthians 14, 33. We know the first part of this verse. I'm going to prove it to you. For God is not the author of confusion. But that verse don't stop there. It says, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. And then it don't stop there. It says, as in all churches of the saints. God is not the author of confusion. And I'm not adding anything to the scriptures, but God is not the author of confusion, but God is the author of peace. And where does he want that peace? He wants that peace in all churches of the saints. 1 Corinthians 14, 33. Would it be fair to say, or is this an untrue statement, but would it be fair to say some people just don't want to be a peacemaker? <laughs> Did I hear somebody say truth? I mean, I think that's a fair statement. Some people just don't want to be a peacemaker. They just don't. 
And to be a peacemaker is hard to be. Okay, now here we're going to study this just for a minute. This is, this is a little preaching in a little Sunday school, Brother Joe. You're rubbing off on me. This is a little preaching because that's what you do. You give us a little preaching, then you give us some Sunday school. So here's a little Sunday school, Joe. Psalm 34, 14, seek peace. That means to search out and it means to desire peace. So it tells me and it should tell you As a child of God, when I wake up in the mornings, peace does not fall in my lap. And it also teaches me to be a peacemaker is not one of the very first things that comes to my mind when the clock goes off in the mornings. He said, seek peace and pursue it. So what the Bible is teaching me is, is if if I want to be a peacemaker... If I want to be happy, if I want to do what Jesus says I need to do because I'm a child of God, then I need to search out peace and I need to desire peace and I need to have a desire to be a peacemaker. And it tells me that it's going to take some work. You say, how do you know it's going to take some work? Because it just don't say to seek peace. It goes on in Psalm 34, 14 and says, and pursue it. That pursue it means to ask, to beg, and to request. So it looks like I'm going to have to pray about being a peacemaker. It looks like (laughs) that I'm going to have to make up my mind, okay? You woke up this morning. Some ovens are morning people and some ovens are not. Some of us use the excuse, well, I just woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Well, I can go ahead and tell you, if you tell someone you woke up on the wrong side of the bed, you that day will be a troublemaker, not a peacemaker. Amen? You say, well, I just don't like to deal with nothing that time of the day. Then what you are saying is, I do not have a desire right now in my life to even be a peacemaker. And to be honest with you, a lot of us don't have a desire any time in the day to be a peacemaker. You know why? Because Psalms tells us why. To be a peacemaker, you've got to seek after being a peacemaker. To be a peacemaker, you've got to pursue to be a peacemaker. There is not a person in this building that wakes up or goes through your day and all of a sudden, just naturally, you're like, "Mm, I'm a peacemaker. Mm -mm. But every single one of us has something inside of us. Listen closely. It's just so rotten flesh. You You may tell you what comes natural. You may tell you what you don't have to seek after. Let me tell you what you don't have to pursue, to be a troublemaker. That just happens, man. I mean, it just, boom, you just, Jeremy, why'd you look at me like that? I didn't know I looked at you like that. Well, you did. It's just, it's just the way we are made. And, and, and the Lord says, blessed are the peacemakers. So it don't fall in our laps. Pursue it. To run after, to chase. (laughs) So here you go. Now here's another truth bomb. You ready for this? 
To pursue it is to run after it and to chase, to pray, to beg for it. So here we go, Pastor Jason. The pursuit conference, right? Pursuiting Jesus. Here we are now. We're pursuing to be a peacemaker. That tells me, Pastor Jason, that being a peacemaker is not chasing after me. It's not chasing after me. I have to chase after it. Are y'all with me tonight? To be a peacemaker, it's not like I get up and, and all of a sudden this spirit just overwhelms me and it just chased me down that morning and said, Dennis, you're going to be the best peacemaker today. Sharon's going to say, oh, Dennis. It's not going to chase you down, but you're going to have to chase it down because if you don't chase it down, she's going to say, Dennis. Dennis. Are you with me? When's the last time you sought, prayed, chased, begged for? Ask God to give you the ability to be a peacemaker. Let me tell you how often I've ever prayed, sought, begged, pursued to be a peacemaker. Before I've studied this verse, let me tell you how many times I honestly think that I've desired that. Never. I don't ever remember in my life ever waking up and saying, I'm going to be a peacemaker today. I don't ever consciously remember even thinking about this verse. How about you? Let me ask you something. You know any happy people? (laughs) You know any happy people? Peacemakers. Blessed are the Peacemakers. All right, now this is getting ready to get crazy. Now stay with me. Here's another verse. Romans 12, 18. You ready? Romans 12, 18. If it be possible... As much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Romans 12, 18. If it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Hmm. If it be possible. That means hold your tongue. If it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. You know what else it means? This is a little Lester Greek. Stop picking fights with people. Stop picking fights. You say, you ever pick a fight, Preacher Keith? Oh, yeah. Sometimes I'm just aggravated. And I don't wake up and say, I'm going to pick a fight. But before that day's over, I almost feel like I'm trying to pick a fight. I almost feel like I'm trying to get Tina to argue with me over something. You say, I'm glad I don't live with you. I'm glad you don't live with me too. (laughs) Stop trying to pick fights, amen? As much as lies in you, as much as in you, if it be possible, live peaceably with all men. Okay, now. Listen to this. 
I studied this out today and it really helped me. Listen to this, Joe. This is your kind of stuff, sir. Listen to this right here. You know how many times in the Bible it says, if it be possible? Out of all of the Bible, you know how many times it says it? Twice. If it be possible, those words in that order is only going to be found twice in your Bible. Romans 12, 18. If it be possible, as much as life in you, live peaceably with all men. Here's the second verse where it's found. Matthew 26, 39. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed saying, Oh, my father, here it is. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou wilt. You know what this shows me? If it be possible, live peaceably with all men. And then Jesus himself uses these own, his, these, these own words. If it be possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as thou will. You know what the Lord showed me? With just these two verses and these two phrases are only used in these two verses. It tells me to live peaceably with all men will be very hard. It will be one of the toughest things you've ever tried to do. Is to live peaceably with all men people and I believe the comparison is when Jesus Christ was in the garden and he said if it be possible let this cup pass from me that cup that sin of the world that he was fixing to partake on the cross of Calvary and when he said not my will but thy will be done that is where if I remember correctly that the sweat in Jesus's body become as great drops of blood that tells me the anguish of the words, if it be possible. If it be possible, live peaceably with all people. Okay, here we go again. Seek peace. Look for it. Pursue it. Run after it. It's not running after you. If you're going to be a peacemaker, you're going to have to set your mind to be a peacemaker. And to be a peacemaker with all people is going to be one of the hardest things as a Christian you will ever set out to accomplish. You know I'm telling it right. Some people, some people, just wear you, me, us, yuns. They just wear us out. And you're thinking to yourself, I can't. I can't. I can't. No, you can't. But God can through you. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the with everything that is in you, with all that you have in you. Be a peacemaker. Blessed are the peacemakers. How far do we take this? How far do we take it? Listen closely and I'm finished. Hebrews 12, 14. Follow peace with all men. But it don't stop there. It says, and holiness. Follow peace with all men and holiness. 
Now this is, this is very important. Follow peace with all men and holiness. Well, see, after you've preached this message to me, I work with this guy who is living in just vile sin. And he brings it up to me all the time. And he, he, he puts it in my face. And, and, and we've been in some arguments over that. And now I feel bad because, because now I'm going to have to be the peacemaker. Now when this man comes to me and says, Hey, I got drunk the other night and beat my kids and beat my wife. What you're preaching to all now, preacher, is, is I'm going to have to hold my tongue and just, and just love on this guy and be a peacemaker. No. Hebrews says that we need to follow peace, but we also need to follow holiness. Follow peace, but also follow holiness. What are you saying? If I make you mad, Jeremy, because I tell you the truth of the scriptures and you don't like me because of that, then I can't help that, my friend. I can't help it, Pastor Jason. If I get up here and preach on sin, sodomy, just wickedness, if I preach on that, Larry, and somebody says, I don't like what you preached, I can't just say, well, okay, I'm going to be a peacemaker here. Sorry. Sorry I preached that. Come back, please. He said, no. He said, follow peace, but also follow holiness. With the thoughts of the Prince of Peace that lives in my heart. And I am supposed to be a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. But I can still look at you and say, listen, brother, I hate that that bothered you that bad. And I love you. But I will not compromise the truth to keep you liking me. I am not going to back up on the word of God just so you can say I'm a good person. Amen? Amen. The word of God is the word of God. Truth is truth. And it will stand when the whole world is on fire. God's word will stand. So yes, I want to be a peacemaker. Yes, I have a desire to to be peaceful to people. But you can't leave out holiness. If you leave out holiness, you know what you've become? You become a peaceful hypocrite. Now I'm not to go around and say, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong, and you're wrong. Brother Matthew, if me and you're sitting down one day and you say something that you shouldn't say to me, I can, I can in a godly, peaceful, peacemaking way look at you and say, Brother, don't say that junk to me no more. Don't say that to me no more. You say, oh no, you're going against being a peacemaker. I'm not going against holiness. And I'm not going against being a peacemaker. Because if we're not careful... If we're not careful, all we'll hear is peacemaker, 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 peacemaker. And we'll never stand for the truth of the scriptures. Are you with me? I'm glad someone told me the truth. 
But I'm glad when they told me, they didn't tell me out of condemnation. They told me out of love. You know why? Because they had a desire to be a peacemaker, but they did not compromise holiness when they was telling me the truth. Couldn't leave that out. Hebrews 12, 14 is very important. Blessed are the peacemakers. A peacemaker brings together... A peacemaker will help make peace with people. Blessed are the peacemakers. A peacemaker will do what they can do to make peace with people. Right? These two brothers right here, they're at odds. Jeremy knows why he believes, why he did what he did. Jason knows and done what he did what he did. Well, if I'm a peacemaker then I don't want to see you guys at odds, so I am going to come and I'm going to say, look, guys, you got to stop. I mean, you guys are brothers, man. You can't keep doing like this. It's craziness. I mean, shake his hand, hug his neck, get on the altar and pray, but you guys got to get this right and go on. That is a peacemaker. That's what a peacemaker does. Amen? Blessed are the peacemakers. But not only this, to bring together to make peace with people, but to bring together to make peace with God. Listen to this. I give you that outline, disputes, divisions, and differences. A peacemaker tries to solve disputes. A peacemaker tries to erase divisions. And a peacemaker tries to reconcile, erase divisions and reconcile differences. But not only do I, a peacemaker brings peace with people, but a peacemaker brings peace with God. All right, listen to Romans 5.1. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So if I'm a peacemaker, and Brother Hardy don't know Christ as his Savior and Lord, if I am a peacemaker, then he is not at peace with God because he's lost and he's headed for hell. A peacemaker not only wants to see people get along, but a peacemaker wants to see people right with God. Man, do you not realize that because of your sin, your sin separates you from a holy and a just God? Do you not realize because of the the life that you're living and the sin that is in your life, you've never been born again? Do you not realize that God is angry with the wicked every day? There's only one way to be reconciled and to have peace with God. You must put your faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, and turn, repent, get right with God, give your heart to Jesus. That is a peacemaker. I didn't realize being a peacemaker involved all of this. Until you take all of the verses and you put them all in a list and you begin to study them in their context and it does not take long to figure out. Being a peacemaker don't come natural. The day I got saved, my sins was gone. (laughs) But to be a peacemaker, it's going to take a lot of work. To be a peacemaker is going to take a lot of work. 
But you know what else? To be a peacemaker, to be a true, a true peacemaker is going to take a lot of backbone too. Because you've got to stand for the truth. You've got to stand for the truth. Now, let me close with this. <laughs> you say, well, that's why I'm such a troublemaker. Because people don't see the things the way I'm seeing them. <laughs> no, that's not a peacemaker. That is a troublemaker. <laughs> when, it, when we're talking about standing for the truth, we're talking about simply the scripture, the truth of the word of God. Because the way you see something and the way I see something will cause me and you to fight every single day. It will. Because you don't see it the way I see it, and I don't see it the way you see it. And if you don't see it the way I see it, then I'm going to tell you. And if I don't see it the way you see it, then you're going to tell me. And then you know what's going to happen? Division. Then you know what happens? No peace. Well, I get along with everyone. Well, there's that someone. They will always be someone. Man, so deuces I love you and I'm praying for you but I ain't arguing about this no more God bless you but let me say one more <laughs> oh we're natural born troublemakers it's in us